Welcome to CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Mabra. This is your one-stop shop to learn the business side of your practice on a deeper level. On this show, we empower you to own your CEO status to scale your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. Listen in as we talk about how to market your practice to gain more visibility, hire, build, and engage your ride-or-die dream team, create streamlined operations, and make financial decisions as a CEO. It's time to show up as a confident leader to create a practice and life you love. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. It's Brandy, your weekly friend, here to inspire you and empower you when it comes to growing and scaling your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. (laughs) No, I hope you are having a good day or whenever you're listening to this podcast. And I am so excited. If you cannot tell, I am in a really great mood because I'm excited for today's conversation. We are talking to Dr. Diana Dixon, who is the CEO and founder of Pump With Purpose, a lactation and postpartum practice offering global assistance and resources to the breastfeeding community. Let me tell you something. Diana, inside this episode, Diana offered so many gems, and I know I say this every week, I know, I know, get your notebook, get a pen, get ready to take notes, but I'm telling you, like, you're definitely going to want to take notes here. Inside this episode, Diana dropped so many gems when it comes to marketing, building your community, tracking your KPIs, all of it, you know, essentially what it takes to make more money, to make an impact to not kill you in the process and to show up in a way that is very intentional with the work that God has put on your heart. When I talk about mission and vision and purpose, Diana is the true definition. So if we were to look up mission, vision, purpose in the dictionary, Diana's picture would be next to it with like waving like, hello, because that's Diana. And it was really fun just to watch her journey over the past year that she was in, you know, that she's been part of private practice CEO, you know, as you guys already know, we are definitely off of the heels of our own your CEO status retreat. And it's just been so great to see growth, to see, you know, financial increase, (laughs) to see clarity for what she's building. And so when I think about multi-million dollar empires, Diana is truly what I think of because of just her passion. And one of the things that will come across in this interview is her passion for the work that she does in the world. And again, just so many gems, so many gems. So if you are nervous about what it means to build a community, to have an audience, to truly show up in a way that is just like visibility on steroids almost, um, you definitely want to listen to this episode because we are going to talk about the realness of when it comes to marketing, the realness of what happens when you start to put yourself out there, to put your opinions out there, to really have a purpose, um, you know, some of the things that can happen with that, good and bad, right? And so Diana has definitely lived to tell the story and it, it has helped her to gain some additional insights for how passionate she is about her purpose and her mission. It's also allowed for her to toughen up when it comes to mindset, when it comes especially to that CEO mindset. It's allowed for her to get creative when it comes to some of the services that she now offers as part of her practice and some of the expansion that she's moving into when it comes to her practice. So if you listen really closely, you're going to get 
a plethora of information that you can take back to your practice in order to help you expand your reach and to gain more visibility, right? And so one of the things that I've always said is that if you are listening to this podcast and you're saying, man, I wish I could make more money or I would love to be able to help more people, marketing is your pillar, right? And so oftentimes when it comes to marketing and we see this at every stage of business growth. So it doesn't matter if you are at the beginning or if you are sitting on a million dollar practice, mindset is so important when it comes to marketing because there's always that next level, right? So you might get to a certain revenue growth and now you need to add additional marketing strategy. So I think about for folks who are always saying like, oh, we have a large referral network. We always get referrals. You can only live on referrals for so long and you have to start to get more creative with your marketing strategy. And that's some of the things that we're even here in the space too. I just had a conversation with one of our clients where it's like gone are the days where you can get away with maybe posting your profile here or there, or maybe having a couple conversations, having a couple referrals, like referral partners and being able to get filled. You have to show up today with a true marketing strategy, right? And so Diana talks to that. She has been able, like all of her links and everything else are in the are in the show notes. But one of the things, if you go to her page, you will notice that she says her message on repeat. She has been able to build a large following in a very short period of time. She has definitely created a community that is ready and willing and able and invests and everything else too. And so we talk about money mindset inside of this episode. We talk about what it means to own your CEO status inside of this episode. We talk about the importance of numbers inside this episode. Um, So there's just so many gems. So sit back, enjoy the ride, enjoy the conversation. And again, get ready because there's a lot. She's a fast talker. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot of gems. So have your notebook and your pen ready and enjoy. Hey, Diana, how are you? Thank you so much for being part of CEO Conversations today. You know, prior, everybody knows who you are and all the amazing things that you're bringing to the table. But do you want to take a second, maybe just to introduce yourself for the folks who are listening? I am Dr. Diana. I am a doctor of public administration, a certified lactation counselor, a certified breastfeeding specialist. I am the CEO and founder of Pump With Purpose, where we help women all across the world breast pump. We say if you're putting a pump to those nips, we want to be a part of your journey. Oh, I love it. I love it. I asked you that question for a reason, because one of the things I'm always impressed with is anytime anybody asks, like, what do you do? Or what's your practice about? You were like, you're on it. You were completely on it. And I just think that that's amazing because most times a lot of owners, when you ask them, what does your practice do? How do you help folks? Sometimes they aren't really clear with it or they stumble or they kind of think like, well, we help but then they're kind of trying to figure it out. But with you, it's always clean. It's always straightforward. It's very much, you know, hey, we're doing really big things at Pump With Purpose. We have a global mission. We are definitely making a difference when it comes to pumping and the difference that it makes. And so I just love everything about it. So thank you again for coming today. So let's talk marketing, because that's what today's conversation is all about. And I love the fact that you've been able to build such an amazing audience in a very short period of time. I know even inside a private practice CEO, because Diana was one of our amazing clients um, and an alumni. And so she was able to teach even some of our clients, some of her marketing secrets too. So I'm excited just for you to share with additional folks 
all the amazingness that you're doing. So let's start first with how did you, when you first got started, for the folks who are listening who might be in the beginning stages, how were you able to identify your niche? um, I went to the age old question of what do you, what are you already helping people do? Like this was a calling from God that I fought forever. Like I fought, you need to write a book. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, listen, I talk better than I can write. If I ever do write a book, I will have a ghostwriter. piece of it (laughs) but branding was so important I knew that I wanted I'm a woman of color and I knew that brown tan black and white branding I I came out the gate with branding um I came out the gate with my pearls if you ever see me anywhere you're gonna see pearls and leopard print like that's what it is brown tan black and white not that um I don't help all women who have a global lactation and postpartum private practice we've seen 2,000 clients in two years please know that it is a thing I'm so Mm. proud of that all across the world on every single continent except Antarctica. But I knew that I couldn't come here to play any games. Even though the niche was it, it had some players in it, but like I came in. I, I didn't I didn't come here to play any games. I came here, I didn't copy anyone. I just found my spot, found my operational philosophies, and I jumped head in. I breast pumped. Both of my children were breastfed. First one nine months. Um and I had enough breast milk to get hit from nine to twelve months when we had our second child. In the second journey, I tandem pumped for both of my children for over three years. That is hard to do. Like, I'm not going to say that any form of feeding, all mm-hmm. forms of feeding are hard. But what I'm saying is, is that it was something that I love to do. And I had a different spin on everyone's all miserable when they talk about pumping or it's, it interrupts your life. It does this. It does that. Well, nothing's easy. Y'all, if you went to college if you got a business, you're listening to Brandy, nothing. <laughs> Add that to the list of stuff on my on my resume that hasn't been easy, but I've done it really, really well. But women all across the world are struggling. They are being told you can't pump if you're successful. But per research, 85% of women have to use a breast pump about four months. If going back to work, we live in the United States. Um, having to go back to work as soon as six weeks, sometimes even sooner. I mean, my sister and I had to go back five weeks just because it's just what life is. And I had four months out, but I don't want women struggling. I don't want them lost in the sauce. And I literally, I, I talk really, really well. This is the thing. I have years and years of business experience. So when I came to Brandy, um, I prayed for Brandy. Uh, I was lost. Like I was just, I was a one woman show. I was doing all the hats. Like I'm doing 15 minute consoles just to like, move and shake, move and shake. And I'm like, Brandy, we're just like, listen. And so with Brandy, she helped me because even though I worked with some of the most, like I helped run the economy, but I run my own business. You know what I'm saying? In in Mm -hmm. that, it meant that I needed different skill sets. I needed different ways to tell my story. I needed different ways to appeal. And I don't know it all. I don't have it all. Not on this side of things, but I knew that I wanted to change the world one pumping family at a time. I had a story to tell, I had an amazing mission, vision, but I needed all the right skills of branding and niching down and finding my people. I am not for everybody. And honestly, I don't want to be for everyone. If you're, you know, I say that we attract people, but we are team oversupply, team freezer stash. We know when you ask me who mm-hmm. my avatar is, I know. If you don't want to use a primary pump and I have lactation professionals that, like how are you getting these women to do this i'm like well they pulling up because i got a proven track record social media proof 400 testimonials going across to the top of my story highlights soup people that love the brand because i love what i do i don't feel like i work every single day i work every single day but i don't feel like i do i work too much i'm working on how to scale back a little bit and brandy has helped me to do that to realize like i need to focus on my family i actually got two kids you know I- 
these <laughs> things, but I went head first into marketing. That's what I built my brand around. Um, I want the people that want to work with me to find me. I'm on 15 social media platforms with a combined following of 100,000 followers. No, I don't entertain all 15 now. I have my two or three that I focus in every single day, and they may be different than when you expect because we don't realize that they are people that have already built platforms, but you're you're subject to the algorithm. You're subject about that in a minute but you know we're, we're subject to all of this everyone having control over our brand so you'll start to see that i niched out of it i have my own app on all google and apple devices like i cannot be a victim to the social media algorithm forever um i have an email list that i market to as well and try to get people off of the platform all of that comes with having to make sure that i have my infrastructure set up i'm going to surprise a lot of you that I do this in this way, but I have a lot of scaling that's been done. My my team helps me. I'm a social media manager, my marketing manager slash marketing manager helps me to get the posts out. I post twice a day, Monday through Friday, y'all. Like I don't I spend twenty minutes mm -hmm. a week. I post it, give her the what it's supposed to say and she does the rest of it. I'm at that place that I had to elevate out so I could go live July and August, September every single day, y'all. I was out here because the market hit me and I was like either I'm going to go back to corporate or I'm going to buckle down find out what works in my brand and and go hard double down every single day I was in these people's faces like hey here you want to yeah. pull up I'm here to help you but I actually did it though I didn't just come to them like hey I'm the expert y'all you know <laughs> they don't have any proof to show it. People that I have spending money with people that don't even have the proof, don't even have the records to prove it. Even with Brandy, like I have a huge platform. Someone said, why you need Brandy? Because I was lost in the sauce. I was doing all the things. Had the things that mm. I pushed back on Brandy for in there. She was right. She was right. I didn't want to hear it. I had a couple, I, it was but I had a couple um, social media managers. I couldn't keep both when the market was like, when Instagram wasn't when the post posted won't worth the same amount in cash coming into my practice that it was, I had to make some hard decisions. I had to. So she was right about that. I mean, it's a lot of things that I was doing. I was putting way too much effort in that I had to pull back. Um, and another thing that I did, and I'm going to talk about it as well from the CEO retreat that was life changing was, listen, when you get pressure from people to be like, you are amazing at what you do. And like, they, they got in me. Like, they were like, listen, I, I increased mm -hmm. my rates. And even since then, October 1st, I am well ahead of where I was the last five months of the year. And I increased my rates. Like, I, I don't even know. How, I, I'm going to go tell you this, duh. But like, what? <laughs> Literally. And I just, I'm just so happy with who I am, who I'm becoming as I've evolved from where I think back all the time when I started, who I was when I worked with Brandy. I'm glad you didn't see that person. You probably wouldn't have saw that person. I mean, I was burned. I was tired. Yeah. Was, but I was showing up. But it started to show up that I was tired. I was I was tired, y'all. Like, mm -hmm. I was, like, doing all the things. And it was working. I was raking in money hand over fist. But I was tired. And now I'm happy that I come to social media. I pitch myself to different podcasts and do all the things. But I'm, I'm happy because I had to slow down, figure out what I wanted, refocus my focus, and realize that I don't have to be everywhere at once. And I just can't. I can't.
Yeah. Yeah. No, what I love is just your passion. And that's one of the things that's always come across is like, listen, I'm passionate. I'm passionate. And I remember when you first came to one of the workshops, you're like, I'm on 12 different platforms and I am, you know, all the things. And you could tell like, it's a lot, it's a lot. The other thing too, I want to recognize is the passion for the mission and the vision, right? And so with marketing, it's definitely a mindset and you have to be in a in the right mindset to do it, to recognize like, okay, my people need me. And I think that you do that better than a lot of folks, you know, who are just like, oh, my people need me, but I'm scared to show up live. You just got to saying, I went live every single day for months, you know, because my people needed me. And I do, I post twice a day, every day, because my people need me, right? I am now pitching myself for podcasts, you know, because my people need me. You were featured in Essence, the actual physical magazine, you know, where she walked into the store, was able to open up the magazine and see Pump With Purpose, you know, Dr. Diana Dixon. And so like, because your people need you. And so at the end of the day, when it comes to marketing and what I love about everything that that you do is it's because your people need you. And then even from the investment that you made to get the help, right? It's because your people need you, right? And so it's very easy to sit back and be like, oh, you know, the money's not right. Or, oh, I need to get more visible. Oh, but I'm scared. I don't know what people are going to say. I want to do more things. I want to speak on stages. I want to help more people. I want to make a bigger impact. But there is definitely a mindset that goes with it. And I think you've been able to tap into it in such a really great way, which is why I'm excited just to dive in a bit more about what you've been able to do to build like your audience. Um, you just got to saying that you have over a hundred thousand people in your audience in a very short period of time. You know, most folks don't even get to that level, like years and years and years to get to a hundred K and it's all straight up legit people too. So I know even some of the conversations we've talked about, people think I bought my followers, you know, people think that I, like hack the code. Some people think that I, you know, like all this stuff, because it's really hard for people to even grasp, like, no, this is straight up a hundred K folks, like a hundred thousand people. You just got to saying that you have helped over 2000 people. And I can definitely vouch for some of this, just be working with you in such an intimate way. Like, yes, all of it is straight up for real. And it all stems from passion for your mission and your vision and the person that you're meant to help. And so when it comes to private practice and the fact too, you're a cash-based model as well. So like that's extra important, especially when it comes to marketing and even what we were talking about prior is that if you are not taking insurance or you don't have the benefit of saying, oh yeah, we can take Blue Cross Blue Shield or oh yes, we can take Aetna. Oh yes, we take United Healthcare. And then you're listed on these directories. The visibility is so much more important. The referrals are so much important. You do a lot of collaborations and partnerships, like all the things in order to make sure that you are there to help your person. And so tell me a little bit more about maybe some secrets for how you've been able to get to 100K in such a short period of time and how you've been able to build an audience um, to help with, with yeah, your mission and vision. I started vision. this practice from scratch, zero followers. I didn't take an existing personal page that had all these followers. And I'm a no, like, literally, I, I tell people all the time that I was the bomb before social media. Like, you know, those people that like, they use social media as a way to like legit them. And I don't need to be, I got the degrees. Mm. I have the acronyms. I have worked. Mm, I love it. But it's not of a place of bragging or conceitedness. It's from a place of like, I don't need social media to be successful. Like I am amazing. 
do. Mm-hmm. Social media helps me to push it across. But I built this practice from scratch from zero people. And so some of the things as you were going through all the list of things, it gets it gets emotional because in two years to do this, and I tell my community all the time, I don't have any fake bots. I don't have pe- things that I buy because if you do and you go live all the time, I've been on the ones where they have like bot followers and then other just dis- dis- very unprofessional things happen when they go live. So I have purpose. I've gotten the offers now. Please believe my email and my DMs are full of people. Mm-hmm. buy stuff i strategically do things so i strategically work with brands i may strategically do giveaways with brands that just put me in front of the people but i'm never nervous or scared if people unfollow because they're not my people you know and so if mm-hmm. gears of like i'm strategic in what i do i do google ads i do um meta ads as well just to like keep myself in the algorithm because Instagram isn't the same. And I want to encourage anyone, don't wait to dive in. If I would have started Punk With Purpose any year later, I would not be where I am. I rode that those reels. Now it's oversaturated or any short form content is oversaturated. So you do something, I could do a post and get 100,000 views just like that. I jumped in. I didn't say, well, I'm scared to show up. I'm scared. I just put on my stuff. And when I tell you, you're nervous to show up. Put your logo on a shirt so you don't feel like, oh, every day I show up and people don't know I this whole <laughs> pull it to the side. I don't, <laughs> but I hear the same thing almost every single day. I'm all you did to blow out this. This was my closet, like, this was a guest room or office on our main floor, old and retired, mm-hmm. and we can't climb the stairs. Like, this, I blew it out. I mean, it can. This can be for jeans and stuff, and I got hangers on. But I invested mm-hmm. in. I just show up behind this most of the time, like you know. And I don't have that. Oh, I need to be walking. All the pressure. I need to be. No, you. I'm. A, I demand the as the authority in the space. I own it. I say it. I don't care. There are other people out here. Nobody does it like me. And that was my worry mm-hmm. of like, oh, if I give out, you know, all the sauce, right? I give it out. I'm over here. I'm telling you all the things, all the do's and don'ts. I'll tell you. Please pick a niche. Please honor your mission and vision. Honor your boundaries. People can't, you know, I tell people, I refer out. Like if they cannot work with me, because let's be real, pumping costs money. So even if you me, you got if you have mm-hmm. to go buy another pump, you gotta go buy flanges. So if you're already not, if someone is already not able to afford the consult, then I'm gonna refer out. I'm gonna say find local resources. Um, I do have counterparts that accept insurance if that's important. You're not gonna get the results that you get with working with me, and I'm okay with that, but people still need help, even if it's me. And I had to be mm-hmm. okay with that. I had to be okay that I am cash based. It wasn't easy. I offer super bills, but I got to be in these people's faces because I have to prove to them that you're going to invest that kind of money that I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. I'm going to have a plan if it doesn't work. So I make sure there's no downside risk. I tell them we either increase your milk supply because that's what 90% of the people want that work with us or we bring in your doctor to find out what's going on. Like there's no downside risk. So for that, and I have the proof of the people because they come back to the labs. I do laugh. That was out here busting up people's journeys. You know, they be talking about me, y'all. So yeah. <laughs> I think you have <laughs> You have some straight up haters. <laughs> come for me, but I know who I am and whose I am. I walked into this. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do this, y'all. I was in corporate America. I was I was killing it, but I became a mom, and like certain things didn't become that important anymore. My husband, I both 
career climb. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing really well sitting at my desk and I can go pick up my kids. And he had, my oldest has a trick trunk or treat on Friday and I can like go there. Well, I can go buy the candy and put decorations on my car and all the things I never said I was going to do as a mom <laughs> type of person. But I just want to encourage you evolution, like just getting out there, getting your own way. Know that you have a story to tell. You are a unique person in your mm-hmm. own right. And people want to work with you. They're not working with me because I get them results. I give them results, but they're working with me because I am committed to them. I, they know they have a problem mm-hmm. at two o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to answer, but I have a you know secure message for They can type me in a message and they know when they wake up, they're going to be first on my list once I get these kids out of the house that I'm going to mm-hmm. go to. They're going to have responses from me within 24 hours. Like I'm on social media every day and I'm not going to respond to my clients or I do this no DM stuff. Like who, please, if you on here listen to me, stop this no DM stuff. Like please, people need to mm-hmm. want to know that you're a real person or even when your team's a real person, like whatever you do, um, I took a risk. I am the face of my brand. I have people on the back end. I show my community who my people are, but I took a risk. So if you are a group practice that like have a bunch of people and you want, get them all involved. I have a close friend that she has a lot of people under mm-hmm. her. Everybody get a real, you know, that right. you get a real, you get a real, you get a real. They can come out with two reels per person. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I want you to know, like, you got to find, you can't do what I did. Right. But you, yeah. what works. I know I can talk all day. That's what I do. Now I got a blog and it ain't, you know, I go out and give people they want to see and got introduced to me. But if you want to get the powerful message of me, it's podcast. It's my lives. It's, you know, um, I do question boxes. I'll answer them. But I'm like, listen, if you got more questions, come to my lab. Like, that's what's going to do it. Because I talk in so much of a compelling way that I want people to listen. I want people to know that I'm here for the pumping community. And I'm not all over the place. You got people, you know, you got to understand what you want. If you're going to come and build a business, you need your your feed to look that way you people putting all this other stuff in mm-hmm. yeah people some people are successful at it great i drop in my kids every once in a while in my stories and let people know i actually had some kids but like you gonna see me i am out here i don't have all this i am my feed is 98 percent pumping stuff i don't know i mean got some random stuff in this i can't say 100 because i you know a brand values I make honesty my number one brand value they know when they pull up over mm-hmm. here you're gonna get the truth nothing but the truth so help me god because i like it ain't gonna be this cookie cutter like you know everybody you know may not make enough milk no like no we gotta figure out what's going on milk supply just don't not, it's not there so what i'm saying whatever your yeah. jam is whatever works for you some people it's blog some people it's writing some people it's whatever your jam is like own that first and then you can expand i own the social media mm-hmm. space i was people sick of me <laughs> probably But that's good, though, because people need to be. That's what happens is a lot of times people think that, oh, I'm talking too much about what I offer or I talk I'm talking too much about how I can help or I'm talking too much about, you know, my topic of of expertise and no people need to hear it all the time on repeat, repeat, repeat. And then even when you're tired of it, it's still not enough. Right. And I think that you do an amazing job at that. you know, where people yeah. know exactly public purpose. This is what we do. This is how we help. And even with your framework, you know, like you say your framework multiple times throughout, like you, I just saw a post yesterday 
what is it? The pump or the schedule, the flange, the pump, the product, like, well, all the stuff, you know? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, like, oh my God. You, Cause they, once they've been around a long time, they know everything every single uh -huh. day, pump, flange, products, and schedule, the pumping equation, 240 minute rule, yep. like my three big philosophies, I bring it, but let me give you some don'ts though. The biggest mistake that I made, Brandy got all in me y'all. Like, please understand, like Brandy's a coach that is not like going to just sugarcoat it, but I needed that. Some people may be intimidating, mm -hmm. um, but she's nice about it. Right. But I, and then she, she can go old cause she knows that little, you know, you know, Diana ain't gonna work for me. She gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> Brandy in so many ways to like, she'll give me the business y'all. Like the whole business. When I showed up with Brandy, I had, I bought a, the biggest mistake I made. And I'm gonna tell you, right. I bought an email list, right? Mm -hmm. I had like 50,000 people on my email list. Brandy went off. She was like, Diana, those are not real people. You, they were bouncing back and everything. And I like literally had to scrub. I mean, I just clicked the button because I scaled mm -hmm. and you got to unclick yeah. the button and they all went away. But like, it was the worst thing that I did for my brand. Like it was hurting my website because of the bounce backs. And now, you know, I got an email list short of little short of 10,000. But like when I send a message, to everyone, like at least half, 60% open it. Um, but then now my site has gotten so good since I'm sending two emails a week now that now they give me my active people. So that may be 5,000 people and it goes to them. And literally yesterday, 4,000 of the 5,000 opened up the email. Like when you track, and we're gonna get to that, you track what you're doing, you know it's not working and you don't have to just... I was trying everything to get ahead when I first started. Like when I tell you, I started this brain on blood, sweat, and tears. I was like, nobody's. I remember when I was at a thousand followers, and they were mainly from my home people that knew me beforehand, and was like they just supported me just to support me. You know what I'm saying? And I would get close to like ten, mm -hmm. like a thousand. I'm like, hey y'all, is anybody not following me? Can you? You know, I ain't done that since probably like I was like five thousand. <laughs> my back y'all like I literally and I know y'all private practices you're the owner you started this off of a dream if it's to do your own thing if it's to not be subject to corporate America standards like my biggest thing was I used to run my business as a nine to five what the heck was wrong with me I left corporate America to get out of that so I'm like but 9 30 starts better for me my clients like I'm refreshed I got my kids off I ate dinner took a shower I mean ate dinner ate breakfast took a shower I have to prescribe. I work 9.30 to 4.30 an hour for lunch, mm -hmm. 1, 12.30 to 1.30. And if I need to throw in a meeting, I will. But like, literally, I see people six hours a day right now. And the way I'm going, I'm trying to cut that back a little bit more. And, you know, I'm offering a membership now. So I had to pivot when I needed to pivot. You know, I want to help even more people. Not everyone wants to book a consult every time they have a concern. So if I'm moving towards of a group practice now um, and moving towards of a membership structure to help take out of it but they still have access to me i had to evolve with this like it's gonna take a while to get the membership where i needed to go but like it took with consults you you think of what you want to do come up with a plan and brandy knew i fought the membership like tooth and nail yeah and brandy like, you got a whole lot of followers and i'm like just because you see a whole lot of followers don't mean that they up y'all like you would think mm -hmm. that like brandy's always like you need to do this and like Branded, you know, like, but the people that are meant to work with me, they work with me. Um, messages like, mm -hmm. do you do? People don't want to. I refer out and happily do so. But it's been hard. It's been, it's been hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think like what even where you're at, it's the definition of scaling. Like you've been able to get to a place of, okay, I'm booked and busy. And even with like a group practice model, that's scaling, right? So when you start to replicate yourself or when you start to be in a place where you can pull yourself out, um, it's important for you to recognize like, okay, what's the business model going to be? What's the, you know, how, what is the, what's the mission? What's the vision? Is the mission and vision are changing? Do we need to go deeper? Like all those things. And so it comes down to, you know, what's the mission? What's the vision? What's the pivot that I need to make in order to get to that next stage of business growth? And I think you've been able to do a really great job of even fighting a bit. But at the same time, like I know where you're going. And when you get to a certain place, the business model does have to change, but it needs to be according to what mission and vision and the alignment is too. So even as you continue to talk, it's still passion. It's still, you know, with the membership, it's still with the app, it's still with the consults, like everything is for a purpose. And so I love, I just, I just love this whole entire conversation. And just even with like the don'ts too, but you talk to something where I know when we first started working together, one of the things I always say is that there's a lot of feelings and emotions that you can have in business, but you need data. You always need the data to make sure that it's matching what is happening in the business. And so you have specific KPIs, even with the, even working with, with, uh, within private practice CEO, you, you know, showed us your dashboard, the practice performance dashboard, um, with all the things that I know that all of our clients get, but I will say probably of everybody, there's a few, you have maximized it to its full potential to make sure that you're, you know, tracking like all the things. So do you want to talk a little bit more about the metrics and things that you're tracking? I, I, would love to. I don't know where it started at, but I'm on line 158 right now. Like literally I have, and I don't mean like blank spaces in Excel. So what one thing you don't know, like, okay, so I'm going to say this, Brandy don't even know I'm going to say it. Cause we didn't record, like we didn't, we kind of like talked about the three things we want to talk about, but we, I'm going off the cuff here. Started working with Brandy. Mm -hmm. Um, she has a system and I was like, I prayed for Brandy. So I, I knew I needed some help. Um, I know I needed, I knew I needed someone to help me. To, I, let me tell you, I just started my business, y'all. I have a budget. I didn't have financials. I didn't know who was paying me, where, who, where I have, I have 53 affiliates. I have affiliate links out here and they can click and I get money. Right. I didn't know where none of my money was. I was just like, whatever came into the PayPal or to the bank account, because I gave them the information. I didn't track anything. And I mean nothing. Now I know where every single dollar of my money is coming from. Who has it? <laughs> and when? And if it's been like, if I find out what is your payment schedule? Are you going to pay me when I reach $50 in sales? Are you going to pay me when once a month? Are you going to pay me once a quarter? Like I, I got a sheet now with every all my money, right? Because mm -hmm. all of it's important. Um, my practice, um, my EAM, um, EHR does that part for me for my practice, but I have more, I got 15 streams of income, 15 streams of income that come in and I know where all the streams are coming in from. And I know the amount of money I make on sales because I have merchandise, I know what that is. I got literally break mm -hmm. every piece of it down and it would not have been possible. And I didn't even see the importance. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing okay, my money's coming in. I don't have to go back to work in corporate. Like, I'm okay. But now, Brandy's, yeah. I'm going to tell you, the private practice dashboard and what she's done in my brand. Um, and I didn't have an accountant. I had an accountant, but I didn't have one that, like, I just finished my reporting and, like, turned it over to her first. Like, mm -hmm. I was just operating, like, 
operating. I was making money, but I didn't know like what was what, what was who. I was, please get an account, y'all, because I was not recording. Yes. Like, luckily, it was only a year, and it was only, and I was only part time then, so it wasn't a struggle, struggle. But please get an accountant, y'all. And I got a business background, finance at that, but I'm not an accountant. I did not study that in school. Like, no, please get an accountant. So I now have, I know where all my money is. I track every single thing from, you know, my, you know, what operating expenses look like, what my revenue looks like. Then I track mm -hmm. my website clicks. I track every single website that I have. I have a link tree link. I track my clicks in there to watch and see if it's growing and all the things. I tra track my Google ads, my meta ads, my cost per click. I track how many clicks I'm getting per month and seeing if that's translating over to sales. But just because somebody clicked don't mean they're buying anything. Um, so then um, yeah. I track my testimonials of the people that's, you know, sending me just things about my brand and what we've done for them. I track my stories. I track like how many I do a day. I track my test, um, my subscribers on Instagram. I track my lives, who attends the lives, my question boxes, my email subscribers. Um, when I send an email, open rate, click rate, my blog views, when I go out in the community, my PWP meetups, my newsletter, I get sent a newsletter month right now. Um, my podcast, I'm my own podcast. I track, you know, what that looks like. I track, you know, webinars that I'm doing, um, my membership, who's in there, who's buying programs, merchandise sales. Um, if I do a class, I'll track the class who attends and I track my affiliates. I got, I sell guys. I track the sales on those, like literally and brand partnerships, collaborations, speaking engagements, media releases. Like when I got published in essence, that's a, a tick mark. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and I, then I do my social media follow all 15 of them are broken down. And I know as of September 30th, I know how many clients I see, I know many appointments I've seen. I literally track every single piece of my brain. It can look overwhelming, but now it's fun because I got it all sheet. Mm -hmm. I just go in at the end of the month on the last day of the month. I make sure that's in my calendar to remind me to go in so I can track it against each other. If you, you know, doing a lot, maybe you could do weekly, but it's a lot for me. So I just do monthly at this point. Um, pick a day and like make that my business day of the month and just get all the data, but it's worth it. It's worth, it. even if it takes me an hour at the most, I can just, but I scale so much that I go in, I click the button and it brings me the answer and I pop it in a sheet. So I have everything in one space. So I just encourage you don't recreate the wheel. If there's someone out here that has all the information for you, not to mention, let me tell you, I have no policies and procedures either. y'all. <laughs> procedures i had no um what's the other one you call it the admin and the um and the provider ones like I didn't have yeah the clinical guidelines mm -hmm. i didn't have any of that stuff by the time you know my six month stint in the true program was over i love that yeah. and i have it well my, my group can look at it my team can look at it i scale my social my marketing stuff i just it doesn't feel like I have to work as hard because I got all the answers up front. And yes, it may be an investment, but I save myself thousands. Some people are on the fence about working with Brandy because I tell people that I work with Brandy and a couple like she everything the plus some more, y'all. Because what she does the transfer you didn't see me before. I was the person I was like, Brandy, can I have the information? Like when I already signed up. And she was like, you know, we wait for a transfer the transformation process. And <laughs> I have a process. <laughs> I was ready to jump in. Brandy knows I went through a lot of her teaching stuff within the first couple of weeks or months or whatever. And then I was like, but I had so I had so much more work because once you get the answers, you still gotta do it. Like you can't just like, 
hey, I have my policy mm-hmm. procedures handed to me. You can't take the boilerplate stuff. You got to turn it into what you need. And the people that work with Brandy, we skilled. Like, we're not worried about competing. I have some of the best and closest business friends now. And some of them even have become friend friends and not the like, just the friends like we mm-hmm. telling each other our stories and our backstories and the, the stuff we don't tell the social media, the struggles that we have. Like we struggle in these streets together. And that's the thing that you will never get anywhere else. These group practice mm-hmm. programs, Brandy still gives you a one-on-one element every single month where you talk about your business. But I learn so much from other people, so many things that they're doing. I'm like, oh, I'm about to do that now. Like it's <laughs> aspect of it. It's from a like, we all out here to win and there's enough room. None of us can service every single person in the United States under the, our practice. So let's not act like it. Like Brandy has created a high level group of women that I am inspired by. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Like her mm-hmm. couple, her, her, I met her million dollar practice owners, y'all. They don't <laughs> just talk about it and just be like, oh, I'm going to create a course that's called million dollar practice, right? No, she has them. And I met them and it was just, it was so inspiring. They the one they call me out all day. So if you mm. listening to this, y'all too, y'all know, right? You know, they made me a better person. I walked away from that retreat. Mind you, I left two children I never left in five years. Um, and I was scared. I hit Brandy up. I'm like, I don't, I was like, I don't know if I want to go. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to change mm. my mind later, which I'm glad that I didn't because I was transformed and I will never be the same again. Never, 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 ever be the same. So I'm not here to like tell you what you need to do, but I'm here to tell you that like you can talk the talk all you want to, but until you put the pen to paper, until you start knowing where your money is, knowing what you're doing, what your actions, you how I know, because I know what's worthwhile. Now I know that what I need, what activities bring in the most. So I focus on those. That's why I go live every single day, y'all. Cause I get people mm-hmm. to book when they get to talk to me and see me and that I am the, do you know how many people claim to be an expert on social media? Do you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, the lies, like all the lies. Like that's part of the reason why I started private practice CEO. Cause I was like this business advice that they're giving wait a minute and you can tell sometimes like where it's just like one experience it's not like it's not like a knowledge base and it drives me crazy but yes there's lies there's a lot of lies on social media y'all didn't <laughs> like she is who she says she is and i'm spending all my coins much of my coins with brandy and i still i'm still like yes you need to work with her even after that because that's what you want even the people that spend their money with me afterwards they go i literally last week had someone book and you never know who you're working with. You never know who their skill set and who they're going to bring to your practice. So I'm nice and I give everyone the best of me. Literally, th- the, she was like, I'm going to have this person, this certain person book with you. And like literally in five minutes, 10 minutes after we got the call, these people start booking. I'm like, wait a minute. I got people, mm-hmm. their husband is a, a chief or some stuff in the army. I don't know. Celebrity client. I don't know. And you never know who you're working mm-hmm. with. You can't just go back. Oh, they got a hundred followers or 5,000 you cannot go mm-hmm. by that. So literally, I have a bunch of followers and I'm still like, no, I need Brandy. I needed her skill set. I needed her to help me to get where I needed to go and really understand this side of things. It's completely different than whatever you, and even work, if you worked in private practice, I'm sorry, in someone else's practice, then you're venturing out on your own. You need the skill set of someone that's going to help save you lots of time, lots of money. Lots of energy, mm-hmm. lots of stress. And I still show up 
each and every day because of Brandy. It is single-handedly, if there's anyone that has been single-handedly, other than my team, a factor of what you see today, it's Brandy. It's period. And I, you know, regardless if you're on the fence about working with her, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't make this up. Um, and I am who I say I am. I love Brandy. I love her. Like she's not a friend or nothing like that. Like I don't talk to her. I don't have a cell phone number. <laughs> just, just one of her homegirls or anything. Like no, no. I'm literally a member of her practice of her um, private practice CEO. But I I love everything that I'm able to do now, and I'm a better person because I admitted I raised my hand. And mm-hmm. I need help. I need some. To help mm-hmm. me to figure this thing out before it gets the best of me. Um, not to say like I was going to go under, but I I did not realize all that this takes. And now, once you get your stuff done, like I'm on to the next thing. And I delegate where I need to delegate. I take on something, make sure I know how it works. And then it goes off to my team because I want you all to be successful. So, yeah, I hope. That- yeah. Diana, thank you so much for all the props. I appreciate it for so much. But I know that it takes dedication essentially too for your business. And I know that you've been really dedicated to building, you know, dedicated to the mission, the vision, making more money, helping your people, um, you know, stretching yourself, you know, definitely like even from some of the haters who are like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're like, whatever. Like you have been able to do so much when it comes to just building the practice um, and definitely take some risk too. So with all of it, there's always a learning experience and ways that you can change operations and ways that you can, you know, it's, it's always ongoing. That's one of the things I always say about business. Like it's fluid. It is never like, Oh, it's a one and done. I did this. I mar- I created this policy and procedure check. No, you've created this policy and procedure for this time, this point in time. You're still going to have to go back and probably change that policy and procedure. It might be even next month. You need to change that policy and procedure. It might be, you know, next year you change that policy and procedure. Like it's never one and done when it comes to business. So I love, 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 love everything that you're saying. Um, One of the things I know that we even talked about a little bit prior that I want to bring into the mix is how, because you've collected so much data, because you, you know, have definitely stepped into like, what is my person telling me? There is now a, what I'm going to call the magic question that's going to help you when it comes to even creating, I would say like copy or making sure that you are knowing exactly where your person is or where they came from. Do you want to talk about a question that you just recently added to your, like to your application process and why it's going to be such a game changer? I've always asked, like, how did you hear about us? Because I'm on all these platforms. I ask where people hear from us. And my number one platform is Instagram. That's where, like, you know, other than word of mouth, um, I get most of my business from. But then through the retreat, I said, well, what finally makes them pull the trigger on working with what is it? What am I doing? What is working? What's so I said, I can go straight to the source. And as Brandy was talking about evolving, Brandy put on my action plan when I started working with her six, seven months ago now. And I haven't done it yet, but I need to start a survey process. I know other members in the group um, have done so. And I know that's on my to-do list. So, but in there, I was like, well, I can collect data right now. So sometimes mm-hmm. if you don't have the time to build out some long drawn out process, add a question to your intake form. I, I asked them, what was the deciding factor? And I literally added it in this week. So I'm starting to collect that data already of like, 
what's helping to bring them in so I can understand, so I can start planning my content around it, so I can start making sure that when I go to my lives, I'm bringing those things up so I can know what's hitting the cords of the people that's actually pulling up to invest in me. So even if you still have some things to do, figure out what you can do right now. Figure out what can be changed today, tomorrow, and start collecting that data so then you'll build out the rest of the system but right now it's like i need to know what's pulling because if i don't know where people are co they're coming in and i know where they're coming in from but what's finally making them press that you know book appointment button or whatever it says when they need to book what is it and it's been instrumental and invaluable as i've been reading this week because i've been reading the forms and seeing what it is i just encourage anyone if it's something you can't build and it feels too monstrous at the moment break it down in parts do what you can to see the results immediately mm -hmm. and that's what like you talked about it's forever evolving i mean i gotta change my policy literally today because you know i have policies but people's trying to still push the boundaries and you know i'll turn off mm -hmm. i'll click the button to turn off the online booking because if you're not going to adhere to the policies then i can't have you in the practice because the people that brandy knows people the, the couple of people that most of the time people love working with us, but I've had a few, I'm not going to lie, that did not. And all of them had, back in the day, Brandy, remember when I had people booking for 15 minutes? Oh. Yeah. The worst thing. <laughs> I told my community, I'm on the fence about pulling 30 minutes for initial because they're not, they can get where they need to go, but like, it, it's, it's, it depends, you know? So, but I used to see people for 15 minutes for the initial mm -hmm. console. And I was like, Everyone that had the issues on complaining about something not being right, even if it was a flange size or they didn't, they want to pull up for 15 minutes and think they're going to increase the milk supply 20 ounces. That does not happen. And I pulled it and Brandy knows I was so scared. I was like, Brandy, I'm going to lose all these people and everything I'm scared on. You know, I did not lose people. Brandy had me as a 45 minute console because at first I used to have mm -hmm. 15, 30 and 60. I now do 30, 45 and 60 and 45 became my most popular. Um, and is what people get mm -hmm. the most from and I push people into that but what I'm saying is is that those those blind blinders or whatever they're called blind, blind spots yeah until someone came in with a different skill set and was like nope this needs to go this needs to go and this needs to go but I was tired and I was burned out and I was like she's right I'm just she was like you can always add it back if it doesn't work not going to be I don't care you you mm -hmm. I can refer you out um if it's a problem but all of those things um I just encourage you having someone else feel you out and take the Brandy knows I'm not an emotional person per se um but my emotions get the best of me I'm a, a Virgo I'm an overthinker I I will get all in my feelings mm -hmm. and Brandy's like I'm not gonna get in a boat with you you know I'm gonna help you uh, yeah <laughs> I just I appreciate it more now because I'm having a whole meltdown and Brandy's on the other end like you know we're gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna contact a lawyer we're gonna do this and do this and do this and had a whole care plan and I was losing it I was losing it like I got access to her in her Slack and I was losing it I've lost it a couple times under Brandy and if it wasn't for her like not getting in the boat with me and not like oh my gosh well you know no she literally came with tactical game plans and now my my legal stuff is on point i got all disclosures everything needs to be done and marketed but i'm i just cannot say enough about just making sure you have the right stuff like we're dealing with hipaa you know that's the other thing i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna say this 
y'all going out here and getting these coaches that know nothing about HIPAA is messing you up. It's messing you up because people mm-hmm. have like met people before or I've done different programs and they're like, well, you should do this next. You should do that next. You should do none of that stuff comply with HIPAA. They're going to have me out here. If you don't have someone that understands mm-hmm. the unique, like the uniqueness of this space of private practice, you will not even understand. Do you know how many people, people, I'm saying this in love, y'all, if y'all they accepting PayPal's and PayPal's not HIPAA compliant. Thousand sales, yeah. Not mm-hmm. compliant. Like I'm like y'all out here making a huge risk with your practice. Yes, you can have insurance, but like those are the simple things that like people don't even realize. Like that you don't have upfront knowing that we have a different delicate thing in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, membership is yeah. different from a private practice, like the private practice side. Keep them very separate, separate systems, and. I- I just cannot describe to you enough of just understanding and working with someone um, that can really help you to understand what we need to find with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. It's it's a different, it's a different business model. And there are, there's the confidentiality piece. There's the co- compliance piece. That's so important. Um, there's things that you just don't necessarily know if you, you don't know what you don't know. And because of my extensive business background, one of the things I had to do was HIPAA. I was always, you know, if HIPAA was coming or if we had a HIPAA violation or if there was a breach or anything like that, like all of that fell under my watch. And most practice owners, especially, they don't necessarily know if they've never had a breach or if it wasn't anything that they have had to oversee. And, you know, outside of just standard, like, notice the privacy practices and you sign this form and I think I can talk to this person. So, yeah, like, it's just, I just love all of this so much and just with the conversation and I just appreciate just the the transparency of what it takes to really build a true brand and a true mission and vision where you're able to impact so many people in just the multiple ways that you are able to definitely make the impact and to help them too, Diana. So are there any last words of wisdom that you would like to leave on folks? You know, really, I just want everyone, I told Brandy, like, I'm going to start doing even more podcasts and I'm going to start talking about the behind the scenes of the brand. And I wanted Brandy to have the exclusive, she already knew it anyway, but I wanted her (laughs) exclusive because so many people they make them them, it seem like they just woke up they woke up like this like they woke up it hasn't Mm -hmm. hasn't been some tears it hasn't been some thoughts of like you know what do i do do i go back do i you know build tear it all down build it back up again fix the parts that's tweaked fix the part that needs to be tweaked like what do i do and so i just encourage anyone that's under sound of my voice that like this brand is still not perfect i still have a lot of work Mm -hmm. I still have blinders. I still have things coming at me that I probably ain't going to see until when it comes because I, I'm not, you're not always prepared, but I know where my resources are. I know who I can come to to help me to navigate. Like I, I've never had a HIPAA violation. I've never had some of the things, but knowing that, you know, those things exist and, and start to prepare for them regardless, um, not everyone's going to be happy, but if you know you're showing up and you genuinely do this wholeheartedly to help people, um, it doesn't mean that we can't charge our worth and even to more, you know, it doesn't mean that we, you know, have to not have the lights on and not, you know, be able to enjoy ourselves and not, 
be able to take a vacation or be able to enjoy a luxury CEO retreat. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that we can't do those things. It just means that, you know, we plan for it. We figure out what we need, come up with a plan and really work to try to execute. Because I promise you, consistency is key. I wouldn't be where I am without consistency. I can't be scared of, oh, yep. when I have the day and I only got, you know, two consults or sometimes I used to go live and get 15, but I didn't, I'm not gonna stop. I'm thankful for those same two. Like I used to be thankful for the 15 when it came in the day and I literally used to get 15 mm -hmm. a day. But you got, when you roll with social media and the algorithms, you can't get bogged down and upset when things change or, you know, my views are down yet again. Every time I think I've mastered it and got them back up again, they take a hit and I'm just we're pivoting, doing other things. I bring my marketing manager and what do we need to do here and there? So I just encourage you, whatever your brand that you want to build to the way that you want to build it, identify at least three things and just start working on them tomorrow. And I promise yeah. you work on them every day for at least, because Brandy used to tell me what you do right now makes a difference six months from now. And so mm -hmm. I know that some of the things that I'm doing may not really take shape until six months from now, but I was prepared for that. I was like, why well, I came live and you know, I've got other people to start going live now. And there I'm like, and tell them at the beginning, like when you start, it's a little slow. But once your community knows you're consistent, once your community knows you're going to show up, they will show up with you. Um, and you just got to roll with, and even if it's five people, we're not these people we're looking at with all these views and stuff. But five people means five potential clients. Like it doesn't mean mm -hmm. five people to just click the like button. Like it, it translates differently when you own a business. So just encourage everyone in the sound of my voice that you are amazing, that you did not build your brand for 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 naught and you weren't called into it. And and if you're on Brandy's podcast, I know you, you know, you know when I say you are not called into it to fail. And I know that I was not called mm -hmm. into this space to fail. And I have to believe that because um, mindset is 80% of it. Mine is still broken, y'all. Um, but I, I have to encourage myself every single day. And I'm reading the book, Bamboozled by Jesus, that was working. Yeah. <laughs> literally life change. I'm almost half, I'm only halfway through the book and literally like life changing. So not only just book recommendations, but things to encourage you. Any other time, Brandy will send us a Slack of like, I read this book and it's amazing, y'all. Like, it did the work for me. I didn't have to go to Amazon and read reviews and hope it was right. Brandy, mm -hmm. That's what we need to read to encourage us on every single aspect. We get encouraging words on Mondays and all the things. So I just encourage everyone under the sound of my voice is that we don't have to suffer in silence and we don't have to struggle at this home. So, yes. Thank you, Diana. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. So where can people find you? You can find me on a lot of social media platforms, Pump Purpose, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Peanut. I can run down the whole list. Um, but my website is www.pumpwithpurpose.com. And most importantly, we have an app on all Apple and Google devices called Pump With Purpose. Um, but definitely just just come to Instagram. That's my biggest place and funnel people out as needed from there. Um, but I really, really, really enjoy everything about this business and private practice and all the buns and the pros and the cons and ups and downs. It's definitely a roller coaster. So find me there. You'll come to my platforms. You'll look like everything is great on the front end and the behind. <laughs> you'll know that it has not been easy. So I wanted everyone to know that too.
Yeah, thank you so much, Diana, for being here. I just can't wait for this episode to air. And for, I mean, there's so many nuggets. So if people, they need to listen, have a notebook. That's why I always keep saying notebook, pen ready, because there's so many nuggets. And so I just appreciate you taking the time just to come and join us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it empowers you as the CEO of your practice. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share the message, and leave a review. If you want more information and support in growing and scaling your practice, click the link in the show notes to take advantage of our free resources or apply to work with me directly. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.